Hello and welcome to the MNC Mindset Podcast, where each week we bring you a short conversation on a big idea. My name is Sharon Crook and I'm joined by my husband, Greg Crook. Together we run CrossFit MNC in Monroe, North Carolina, where our mission is to help others find their true potential and live healthier, happier lives. On today's episode, we're going to discuss the power of portion control. Good morning, dear. Good morning. All right. Uh, those of you listening may sound a little bit different uh, today. We actually recorded this. Today's Friday. We recorded this on Tuesday. And we've been doing it from my laptop. And for whatever reason, it did not save the audio. Past two episodes, we've had some issues, but it all it ended up seeming to work out. Like in our library, we could find it. But anyway, um, it did not this time so all that that we did was uh going by the wayside i forgot to bring the microphone home so we are doing this from the anchor app so if it sounds a little weird it's because we're having to do it somewhat remotely but thank you for joining us anyway today we're going to talk about uh, power of portion control and also something that was not included on the other ones but i just Felt like it was uh, good to share, and I'll put it in the show notes. I was listening to the Healthy Rebellion radio uh, podcast. That is Rob Wolf's new um, platform that he's using. And um, those of you that don't know who he is, he's a super, super smart guy. He's on my Mount Rushmore of nutrition folks. Um, I really, in both nutrition and training, I limit who I listen to. Um, partly because there's so much information out there and, and once I find source just like for all the other noise that's out there that's that's just how I operate it it gives me some some sense of clarity um, and he had a guest on yesterday and with all of us in different situations now working from home or maybe not all of us but most of us or a lot of us um, and I know personally it took until probably yesterday before I finally felt like I had established a new routine and this guy, I don't, I don't even remember his name, but, um, really hammered home the importance of, of setting a new schedule and how, you know, disruptive this can be for folks that are used to, like for us, Monday through Friday, we got up at four got to the gym for the 6 a.m. class like it was very very structured um and when you get that taken away um it can actually affect your metabolic health um as as far as uh, like food digestion and you know weight loss weight gain all those things so um i thought it was a really neat conversation again i'll i'll put a link to the episode in the show notes um so you guys can check it out maybe even post it over in a Facebook group, a, a little more direct link um, to that episode. But I think it'd be very helpful for a lot of folks um, now. So um, I know nutrition is something that I've been struggling with um, that might circle back to because I don't have a routine or didn't have. Um, now, um, and I did a, a little quick search online, and good Lord, you can find a gazillion options on uh, 
portion control tips, but I, I thought that'd be a good place to start as far as addressing our nutrition while we're on lockdown. Um, I know it's a problem, but I wanted to, to start simple. Um, these are things that you could, you could start today at your very next meal, you know, whenever you end up listening to this. Um, found eight different things. Um, use some of them, all of them, whatever you want. I'll also try to put these in the show notes as well. Um, but this, most of us in this particular time, now that we're at home, have so much more access to food than we what, what we're used to. Um, you know, if you're in your office at work, you might you might be able to get up to go take a snack, but it's not literally steps away from you. It's a little bigger process. You're probably in the like actually working, um, so you're 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 busy. Your mind's occupied. You may be working from home, but it's just different. I know it's different for me anyway. I'll speak for myself, but um, I think portion control would be helpful given the fact that we have um, much easier access to food. And because our kids are stuck at home too, you may have may not have the best options only around. You got some other more tempting items. Uh, and you can have some of them as long as the portions don't get out of hand. Um, so, um, I'm going to start off with the list. Sharon's going to jump in, um, you know, whenever she's got some, some thoughts on any of them or, or anything to add. Um, I know when she was, uh, going through her precision nutrition, uh, certification, they had some good thoughts on, um, portion control and, and, and just some other things that are related to this. So we'll go ahead and dive in and get started. Uh, tip number one is to drink water before you eat. Um, simple as that. I've, I've heard that numerous times before from other people. Drink a full glass of water before you start eating. So you, you get a sensation of getting full sooner. Um, that's an easy little neat trick. Um, personally, I like maybe close to room temperature water. I can chug it down quicker if, if i got a glass of ice water that's great if i'm outside or something like that but um for the purposes of this i think you know a temperature that'll allow you to kind of just go ahead and, and put it down uh, would probably be a little better option um keep you away from brain freeze um and everything else so option two is fill your plate with veggies first um that's we're always big fans of that. Um, but just like it sounds, put, you know, at least half of your plate, go ahead and load it up with vegetables too. And then the rest, you can put a little bit of carbs and then pack the rest of it in with protein um, would be the way I would skew it. Um, option number three is to use your palm um, as a portion control. So number two, we filled half of our plate with veggies you got another half of the plate. You want to use palm-sized portions of protein and then carbs. And, and we want it to be good carbs, real food options, rice, sweet potatoes. Share. Beans. Beans. <laughs> you and your damn beans. Um, so, but yeah, it, like sweet potatoes is kind of my go-to, so I really have to struggle to go beyond that but uh, but yeah beans rice uh, 
potatoes, um, things of that nature. I would still, like I mentioned before, I would skew it, you know, maybe of that half, two thirds of that protein and a third carbs. We, I think I'm confident in saying Sharon and I both, you know, are big fans of kind of a lower carb um, style of eating, uh, especially in a time like this. I know for a fact that can be very helpful in, in maintaining your weight. Um, so, um, number four is going to be avoid eating from takeout containers. Um, this is a big one because that's, that's all you can do right now is, um, you know, order out from, you know, whatever restaurants are still open. But man, if you come home and eat, eat it out of what they have, them things can pack a tremendous amount of food in them. Um, and you'll sit right there and eat every bit of it. Um, but it's 99% of the time, it's way more than what you need. Um, so my recommendation would be take it home, portion it out into a plate. And what you'll probably find is you'll have lunch for the next day easily. Um, when, and I'll let her jump in, but when we recorded this the first time, Sharon mentioned um, like Japanese food or, or even Chinese takeout. Yeah, they... Yeah, they they tend to load those containers up with the side, like the rice or the you know if if you're getting it just depends on what you're eating. But a lot of times with those uh, takeout containers, what you'll want to do is the meat that you've ordered may be a single portion. Like if you get you know one of my go tos is like the salmon from Logan's, and it comes with a sweet potato and another side. I usually get mushrooms. Well, the the salmon portion and is maybe a little bit bigger, but not necessarily two servings. But the sweet potato is definitely two servings. Take half of that sweet potato, put that aside, and that's another that's from another meal. But you can do that in really anywhere you eat is. The, the rice, and I think the example I used was Kumi's. Yum. yum. But, the, you get but the, you get so much rice. And it's, and definitely, it's definitely, like that's probably more like three or four servings. So you definitely want so to portion out, portion out what you're going to eat right then. And then, like you said, you've got leftovers. You've got a couple more meals taken care of. Cool. Yeah. I, the first time she mentioned it, I, I don't eat. Japanese or Chinese, hardly ever. Um, Lame. Well, anyway, that's another <laughs> podcast. But um, but I do, the times that I have, I remembered how much rice they can actually pack it in little boxes. Um, so that's a, that's a great call. And, and, you know, most of us growing up were, you know, eat, our, eat all our food. Um, they're starving people and there is, and I'm not like, I'm not making, I'm not making light of that, but, um, but anyway, uh, you can easily you can still eat all your food, but you can stretch it out over a couple of days. Um, if you portion it out prior to doing so, um, so number five is going to be put aside a third of your meal kind of goes back to, to the one previous to this. Um, you know, when you make your plate, go ahead before you sit down to eat and take some of that off um, load it up like you typically would which is you know for most of us and, and certainly is for me more than I need um, you'll take a third of that go ahead and put it in a Tupperware 
you'll have the beginnings of another meal, you know, later in the day or for the next day. Um, and and one one other option you have with doing so, put a third of it away, stick it in the fridge, and then sit down, eat, give yourself 20, 30 minutes. And after that, if you're legitimately still hungry, you drank water before you started, done all the other things, and you're still hungry, go back and get it and then eat the rest of it then. So, um, but, but it can, you've all heard the phrase eyes bigger than your stomach. Um, you know, especially if you've been outside doing that home workout or something like that, once you calm down, you're super hungry. A lot of times it's super easy to eat more than, than what we actually need. So I, I actually like that strategy a lot. Um, Number six is going to be measure out the correct serving of carbs. Um, I'm going to pass this one on to Sharon in our previous recording. She had, a, um, you know, something that that she struggles with, uh, surprises beans. Um, uh, <laughs> but I'll let her take this one. Um, she has some good thoughts on it. Well, it's, well, it's so, guess, so guess what are my favorites? I like black beans, kidney beans, llama beans. Um, they're all, um, they're all carb sources. And if I don't measure them, I will 100% of the time put almost double what I should be eating for that meal on my plate, in my bowl, whatever I'm eating. So like yesterday, I had a little, some taco meat. And I mix some beans in there, and I I had to measure them out. So I, my there's my one third a cup of beans, put them in, and just plenty. But if I don't measure, half the can is going to end up in there, and I've I've just doubled my intake of carbs, and I don't need that many. So and I, and I, and I actually do the same thing with some other foods too. But you know we can just talk about carbs today. It's so easy to overeat those if you don't measure. You know, look at your, you can use my fitness pal, look at the serving size and say, okay, this many carbs for half a sweet potato, or it'll say for two thirds a cup of sweet potato. And it's, you know, one medium sized sweet potato. That's all relative. So measuring it is going to ensure that you're getting the precise amount of carbs that you want, or at least much closer to what you can eat, can eat given your activity level, your activity level without, having without having any negative, you know, because good carbs. Yes. Yeah, so you can still eat too many good carbs. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Um, all right. Sweet. Uh, so number seven kind of ties into to that, or at least, at least it does in my head, um, use the same bowls and plates. Um, and it, give a little more context to this. If, if the plate is really big or really small it can skew how much food you actually put in it and i would lean more the example that i'm going to give is specifically around plates being too big and even bowls too big um something i picked up on um last night as a matter of fact so what i what happened to me so i eat mostly meat um kind of a carnivore-ish uh style of eating and what was, even though that's all protein, you know, my carbs are typically 20 or less per day, you can still overeat and actually gain weight eating just protein. Um, and what was happening for me is our like standard dinner plates are pretty big, but, but even in addition to that, I was 
filling them up and then even letting it climb up onto the lip of the plate. And, you know, I recognize that this was a problem, um, obviously. Uh, so I went to Walmart. This had been probably a month or better uh, before the world came to an end um, and bought some smaller plates that I eat out of. And it, I still fill it up, but it's probably at least a third of the size of, of what our regular dinner plate is. So mentally, I'm getting that full plate of food, which is kind of what this particular tip is all about. It's about tricking yourself. Um, what I noticed last night, and you know, I'll, I'll be upfront about it, I just wanted some Lucky Charms. We had some here. I can't. I'm not going to tell you why we had some, but uh, but anyway, they were here, and like I'm okay with myself or you guys listening having a serving of cereal if that's what you like. But when you got a gigantic bowl and you put a cup or a third of a cup, depending on what what type of cereal it is, in a gigantic bowl, you're just like, oh, well, that ain't worth a crap. Like you got this huge bowl and, and you got this little tiny bit of food in it. So um, use the appropriate plate or bowl based on what you're eating and that and that particular serving size. I feel like, and that, that's going to be my next search. I ain't not necessarily going to go out and do it now, but is to get a little smaller bowl so that I can have a bowl full of cereal, but it be a portion. Um, I think that'll, it's just kind of one of those little mini many mind hacks um, and I, I'm not necessarily fans of those but I know that works um, at least it does for me so um, I, I think it's like you can take the exact same meal exact same, everything's measured precisely put it on a large plate and it covers say half the plate and then put that same exact meal on a smaller plate and it covers the entire plate and mentally you look at that it's like Man, I, Man, I, I didn't even eat a whole plate of food versus I ate a, I ate a giant plate of food. Like, like it's the same it's exact, exact amount of food. Amount of food. It just, it just it's, it's perception, and, and it, 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 it kind of plays into how we lie to ourselves. Yeah, well, <laughs> but it's an easy way to kind of not, I'll say justify, but that's not the right word. Like, say I ate a full plate of food. Yeah, the word that keeps coming to my head is sounds dramatic but it's unfulfilling like you portion this out and, and then you got you got more plate showing than you got food it's like well, this ain't this ain't nothing i'm but deprived yeah and i and we're and we're really not and that's you know probably my biggest struggle is is overeating i think of the the quality of the food that i eat 85 to 90 percent of the time and that's that's being honest is uh, it's pretty realistic you're going to hear some beepiness sharing vegetables so speak, speaking of food <laughs> um, but it like that's just that's just realistic it, but but the quality is pretty good i just eat too much of it um and way back in the day like before i knew anything about crossfit or anything else i i deemed it my small plate diet and it and i just kind of come up with it on my own um but where i worked um across the street my parents place they had uh 
you know, little kitchen and uh, little tiny plates. And I just allowed myself to eat anything that I could put in it. Um, I could put a cheeseburger on it and probably about 12 French fries. Um, a slice of pizza would fit. I'd have to like cut it and then because otherwise it'd hang off the edge. But but I lost a bunch of weight doing that and eating literally whatever I wanted. But my only rules were it had to fit on that plate. Um, Disclaimer. So this is not the nutrition regimen we're recommending. <laughs> Putting no, pizza on a plate. <laughs> no, and that, but, but my point is you don't in the right portions, you don't have to deprive yourself of that. And that's where people get into trouble is, um, is eating too much of it. And, um, I've actually been messaging with him this morning, but shout out to, uh, uh, Mike Pelock and Papa Murphy's, um, (laughs) when, when he started that program about, uh, I think it was last week or a couple of weeks ago about, um, which is just phenomenal because that's who he is. Um, you know, offering up pizzas to folks that have lost their jobs and stuff like that. Um, that instantly popped in our head some kind of way that, oh, we should support him and go buy one. And what we, what we did was we got one pizza and not two plus a dessert or whatever. And it was, it was actually a, a good serving of, and I didn't see like in the mirror the next day in the in the days after I didn't see near the the damage and water weight and and, and that it just it just really resonated with me that on occasion you can have that stuff as long as you don't eat too much of it and that's that's where everybody seems to to go astray is is when they eat too much all right circling back last one on the list number eight is eat slowly um I'm gonna throw this one over to Sharon too, because she had uh, she had to do an exercise with her precision nutrition that uh, that was pretty pretty enlightening, I believe, for her. And, uh, <laughs> and I know I, I struggle with this one as well. So, so during that during course, that course I, had to, I had to. We talked about mindful eating and slowing down, and there were a few tips that they gave to to do to, do, to accomplish that. But one of them was to time yourself eating a meal and I've known that I eat quickly since I was a child I I remember my dad at the dinner table like slow down where's the fire so I just always eaten fast but I did the exercise and was still a little bit shocked that I ate my entire dinner I swear I think it was like three minutes and something it was less than five minutes and I was like okay well yeah. Definitely fast. fast. Um, so that you just had some tips about how to slow it down. Slow it down. And, and I think one that worked for you was to put your fork down yeah. after every bite. That was that was a a big one because I when you you know told me that's that was one of the the tactics, and I tried it the first time. I was like, hmm, well that well that slows you down a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, just think I just instantly went to like a workout. If you had 20 power cleans and you had to put the bar down every single time, but you could do all 20 in a row in other circumstances, like how much longer that takes um, mm-hmm. 
or like a kettlebell swing. That's probably a better example. If you had to do a set of 20, but you had to put the kettlebell down after each rep, like it would take you forever, which is the point. Right. <laughs> and another tip they had was to remove other distractions. Don't, don't eat in front of the TV. Don't eat with your phone in your hand or in front of your laptop. Um, you know, yeah, nobody's listening. Hey, just kidding. <laughs> well, part, part of the reason, reason behind it was because you you start eating mindlessly, mindlessly and so then you overeat because you you eat quickly. You just like you're just routinely or mindlessly putting food in your mouth, putting food in your mouth because you're watching a show or you're playing on your phone, and you're not aware necessarily. Like you go on autopilot. Well, and I could, I could, you know, put myself on blast here. Like we sit down for a movie, mm-hmm. and it ain't got started good, and I'm already right. done eating. Um, <laughs> so you know, I'm I may or may not have company, and and I'll leave that up to them if they want to admit that they're doing it with me. But but we eat in front of the TV, and but it's it's 100% way too fast. Yeah, um, I think I am. You know, after after saying this out loud to you guys, I'll feel a little bit more accountable to do so. But I am going to try to start. Like putting my fork down, um, you know, between bites or every other bite or, or something. And, and maybe it starts out as one meal a day and not every meal. Um, but, but it does like that makes a huge difference because that's a lot of, I think a lot of my issue with overeating is that it is, it happens so fast that, you know, the message just hasn't got from my stomach to my brain that, Hey, you're good. Um, I'm just outrunning it. And I have, intentionally done that on purpose when I'm wanting to eat a bunch of food, you know, for whatever reason, uh, I'll just eat it fast and pack as much in there as I can before <laughs> my brain knows otherwise. Well, I think you made a good point. Um, and I don't know if you want to wrap it up kind of with us, but the, like you said, you may start doing, start doing that one meal a day. And I think it's important for everyone to remember, like, don't, don't try to implement all eight of these tips all at once for every single time you eat this is just like everything else this is you know these are just learned practices pick one work on it see if it works for you if not try another one you know a couple of them are um like the takeout thing that you're not going to eat takeout three times a day hopefully (laughs) um you know but but pick one that you can do on a regular basis and then keep keep the takeout thing in mind for the next time you do get some takeout food or something but certainly don't try to change everything about your routine for every meal all at once yeah no that's never a good idea and you won't do you won't keep it for more than two days um yeah yeah, i may just looking on the list like the drink drink a a glass of water before you eat like that's a easy one especially if you meal prep i mean you can chug a glass of water while your food's heating up in the microwave Mm -hmm. like or while you're you know if you want to cook it fresh that you're at home easy easy to be able to you know, to get you a glass of water in, you know, before your food's ready. So that'd be a, a super easy one to get started on. Um, all right, cool. I think that's a good spot to end it. Um, thank you guys for tuning in. Um, well, I was going to say we'll have this up soon, but if you're listening to it, that means it's up. So no point in saying that. <laughs> all right. Coffee hadn't kicked in. So, uh, hope you guys have a good day. Stay safe. Um, And we will catch you on the next one.